Welcome to session four. I am so excited to be here with you guys. And this is not an easy session to talk about. We're talking about road mapping and there's so much controversy and there's not just outer controversy, there's inner conflicts that are going on within every person. And there's so much self-doubt at the time of recording. There has been so much collective, collective self-doubt, collective questioning because some of the old ways that we used to set up goals or the, the reasons behind we used to chase all these things and chase all these bones in our life, right? Like we just wanted to get that degree because that would gain us approval or we just wanted to have a 10K month because I could prove to my husband, whatever, whatever, right? Um, and those structures, as they're falling apart, as they're being released, as we heal, then sometimes there is, there is this vacuum of like, so I'm not motivated by any of that and I'm stepping into something new. And I don't know what that is quite yet because I'm in a transition. I'm in the in-between space. And I don't quite have the vision yet and I'm in the in-between space, but I really, 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 really wish I had the vision. I really wish I had the vision. I really wish, or more, I really wish I had the drive and I wish I was chasing the bone because it used to be so simple when we were chasing the next degree. It was like, of course, I'm just doing the next degree. It's what I'm doing. I don't have to question it. I don't have to ask myself, oh, is this my, what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this my purpose? This is my this, this is my that, right? And so there's, there's none of that going on. <laughs> we're just doing the things. We're just getting the degrees. Well, not everybody, right? But you might have been some of those people like I was I just I just it was so of course that's what I was doing of course you know once I decided I was opening a restaurant I was like yeah that's that's what I'm doing there was no like questioning it right and sometimes we're in this space where all these structures fall apart and then it's like everything is possible there's so many things that I could do in my life there's so many things that I could create in my business What do I do? How do I best serve? There's all this like indecision and all this pressure of indecision because we can feel like I'm not committing to anything because I'm so afraid it's not gonna work out. So I stay in the loops of not committing to anything because they don't have to deal with the disappointment or it being the wrong thing, because if I commit to the wrong thing and it's not my purpose, then I'm missing on my soul's purpose. And then what? So there's a collective confusionitis. The entire humanity going in circles. So if you have been experiencing this, Fear of commitment, fear of decision, fear of niching down or like fear of like, you know, maybe you have achieved a certain level of success in your business. Like, you know, you can do it. And then you're like, I'm not really motivated to go anywhere. I'm just like, what is the right thing to do here? I'm not being pulled anywhere. So if that's where you are at. Know that this is not just you. Know that everybody is confused. <gasps> Maybe not everybody, but a lot of people are confused. And so many people wish somebody told them what to do. This is where we start, like, just, just tell me, like, just tell me. What is the right plan? What is the right thing? Somebody just tell me. And it's so painful to be in that place. So just know that's where you're at. You're not the only one. That is what's going on for humanity. Okay, so 
I'm gonna do this. Instead of the looking for the purpose out there and looking for like, what is the correct roadmap that is for me? We're going to start with the vision, but we're not going to get into the vision of what you should be doing in your business. Because when you embody the person you're supposed, you, you want to be, not supposed to, who you want to be, when you begin to embody that, then the right actions from a connected place of self will become obvious. But we have to work on our way of being first. And of course, you're going to be taking action while you are manifesting the way of being. But we have to talk about the way of being first. So... There was a time, not that long ago, when I was really, really, really stuck in being at the effect of something. You can think of it as victimhood, like, I don't know how to decide, I feel like nobody likes me, I feel like nobody accepts me, really feeling like not enough, really feeling you know, so many of my relationships haven't worked out. I wasn't feeling very accepted by my community and so on and so forth. And there was a, there was a moment where this came through as a knowingness, as an affirmation for me. And it was, I am love. I am all in on me and others. Because when we say I'm love, what does it even mean? And to me, it meant in that moment, I go all in on myself. Whatever I need. Whatever it is that I, I need in this moment in order to awaken, in order to feel healthy, in order to thrive. What is it that Eva needs? And part of it is serving others. Part of it is having client sessions. Part of it is doing one-to-one. Because I really, that's a gift to me. One-on-one. But I don't not always be that way, right? But right now, working one-on-one with clients or like a very small group, that's a gift to me. That's a nurture. I get to give and be compensated for it. I don't do it for free because I'm a responsible mother, a responsible single mother. And even if you're not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're going to feel resentful if you start overgiving for free. Don't do that. Okay? Don't do that. If you're doing coaching for free, it, is, it has to be for a reason, like you're gaining something really valuable out of it for your research or whatever it is. But at a certain level, it's, it's not okay because it's just going to produce resentment. It's not going to be balanced. So be very careful about protecting your boundaries and whatever feels good to you, okay? So there is this affirmation. I'm all in. I'm all in. I want you to, if this resonates with you, write this down because it's such a powerful thing. I'm all in myself. And I have to say, I, I have to remind myself of this because it is so crucial. And then feel what it feels like. It is not about the words at all. What is the posture? And you can stand up while you're watching this. What does it mean for you? To go like, I am all in. I am all in. I am all in on me. I am all in on everybody else around me. I am that I wake up, that I live a joyful life, that I have the best friendships, the most amazing connections, that I have the most amazing partner, partnership. It just feels so, not partner, partnership, that just feels so good to me. I am, that I feel connected, that I feel whole, that I feel successful, right? I am all in on myself. Expanding into all, into all those things. 
because it doesn't just require ooch, spot something in my neck Ooh. it doesn't just require the vision it also requires continuous commitment and doing our part and sometimes it's just saying yes saying yes saying yes to help saying yes for what i need even when things really break down If you're lacking clarity in your life, this one. Embody what it feels like to be clear. I'm clear. Just like that, I'm clear. And know exactly, I know exactly what I'm doing. One step in front of the other. I can see the next step. It's so clear to me, I'm seeing that. Anchor the feeling in, manifest that feeling. If you're not feeling clear, manifest this manifest it in real life then you're like wow i have so much clarity i feel so relieved thank you thank you thank you thank you for this amazing clarity thank you for this beautiful steps ahead of me i am so thankful to have this clarity thank you thank you this feels so right what i'm doing it feels so right thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you right Imagine it, envision it, deposit this. Deposit this for yourself in the quantum. I'm clear. I'm clear. It's like this, like I just know. 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 Mm -hmm. There's another one, you know, we just want to know that we're being of contribution. And for some of us, it's there, like it's there, like, of course, you know, and for some people, it just isn't. And when it's not there, we go into savior mode because we're questioning the contribution that we have already made or that we could make in the future. So one of those magical affirmations, I'm literally reading from my journal. These are the affirmations that I have next to my bed. This follows me around and I work on embodying them and feel what it feels like. So one of those affirmations is like, I know that I'm making a difference, like knowing, like I can feel it. It's so palpable to me. Like I know these humans who are watching this video, it's making a difference for them. Feel what it feels like for you. If you don't have this feeling in your life, if you do, thank it. Thank, if you already have, and you feel like you're really contributing to your kids, to your spouse, to the people around you, to your friends, to your clients. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge what a huge contribution you are, because you are. Even if you don't know it, you are an absolute contribution. You are. Your way of being and the way you show up for people is a contribution. Sometimes we don't know how it works because we haven't, we have a whole bunch wrapped around our worthiness. I'm only worthy if da 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 do enough, provide enough value, da 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 da. We don't even realize that our frequency makes something possible for them. I have been recording a course called True Brand on this too, which is like an unraveling into our gifts and our worth and our value. It's, it's quite an interesting journey and I haven't published it yet because like, oh my God, like it is tearing me up inside down. It's slow. It's, it's an amazing process, an amazing, amazing, amazing process. So when I'm ready, this is going to be published. When I'm ready, I'm not ready yet, but it's, a, it's an incredible process. But feel into this, I am a contribution as I am. F or find, find an affirmation that really, really, really resonates with you as a being, like I know. Like get into this, like I really know, I'm making a difference. Like if you're not feeling this right now with your clients, because you don't have any clients, you're like imagine what this is going to feel like. I know I'm making a difference. I know. And, and stop trying to figure out how. Stop trying to figure out the how. The formula, the methodology, the teaching, whatever. The, the 
you can always do that. You can always try to figure everything out in your head. Your head will be there. Ask for this. Ask for this. Allow yourself to ask for something without necessarily knowing how it's going to be answered. I know that I contribute in a profound way, in a profound way to my clients, in a profound way. I contribute to their awakening. I contribute to their healing. I'm the instrument which, through which this work gets delivered. I am open. I am in the flow. I am of service. I know that I'm where I don't need to be. I am open to hearing the call of where I need to be in any given moment. By the way, this is not me preaching you. This is as much for me as it is for you, okay? Because this is something that I have to be reminded of. I'm open. But your intention is that you serve. That you serve in the best way that you can, which is always true. There's another thing that I wrote down, one of my five affirmations, is I'm always doing my best. I'm always doing my best. I'm always doing my best. You know what? There's days where I'm like, I don't do anything. I don't even take care of my daughter because she has a babysitter. Because I can't. There's days that are just kind of blah, you know? It's like boring, nothing happened. There's days where there's like frantic energy trying to catch up. It's like, okay, well that's happening, you know? There's, there's so much going on. And there's days where like, oh my God, this is so much fun and I have so much energy and I can record 30 videos a day and I can do all this stuff. And like Lexi and I, like, then we have an amazing dinner and we go out for a vegan ice cream and this, and it's just amazing. I have the most amazing conversations during the day and the next day is like, what is going on? So it's like life wants to be experienced. It's not who you are. It's like, it's just the experience, just the feelings. It's everything else that's going on. Okay. And the art is to not get into a self-argument of whether you're not, you're good enough reacting to or responding to whatever, whatever your emotions are doing. For me, as an open empath, it's, this is so, like, wow. There's so much going on, like, energetically. Like, I'm feeling it all, you know. And then I meet with people and it's like, woo, you know. Feeling it all. Feeling it all. And so, me judging myself every day based on what my emotions are doing, that's crazy. And I also need to be reminded of this. Because I still go into judging myself because... I have been feeling pretty crappy and it's like, come on, like, let's go. I should be feeling better now, you know? And then there's the next eclipse and it's like, oh my God, what's you know? So there's times of transitions. It takes what it takes. The vision of this, the bigger vision you have and the bolder vision you have, that you might not even remember, you might not even be aware of that you asked for something really, really freaking huge. And the, and the crazier thing that you ask for, the more beautiful thing you asked for. Well, guess what? Everything that is not that is going to be dealt with. So my intention, my intention for this lifetime, lifetime is enlightenment, as in a calibrated, muscle-tested level of consciousness and unconditional love. And I'm okay with either, you know, there's a little difference in frequency. And when you look at the map of consciousness by Hawkins, 540 is unconditional love, 600 is enlightenment. How does that, you know, the unconditional love is almost more important to me. Well, 
No, they're about the same. Truth and love, they're, you know, they're so, they're so, so, so important. But when we reach for something, something like that, and we're where we are at, Hawkins used to say, like, one incremental, one lifetime on average is like five points movement, you know? And I imagine the majority of population is below 200. 85% is below 200, below the level of integrity, and conditional love is at 560. It only goes zero to 1,000, you know? It's a huge jump. It takes on average, I don't know, 200 lifetimes. It's just, I'm, I'm not saying that's the answer because it can really be anything. It can be five years if you're ready, right? Well, that would be something on the light body, right? But just saying, if your intention has ever been, I want to get to the level of unconditional love, then the chances are, you know, that's, that's, that your heart has a full yes, the journey is going to be a little bit like, you know, there's going to be a lot in there that needs to come out. That is, by the way, my overarching intention. Now, for this year, for my vision, what I put in there, what I deposited is connection, more of a connection to my higher dimensional versions of myself, multidimensional expansion. I'm almost afraid to talk about it because there's so much bad-mouthing the multidimensional expansion and there's so much misunderstanding, especially in some of my spiritual communities. So I haven't really talked about it and it's part of like, okay, I'm gonna let that go because anyway. But connect to my higher dimensional versions of myself, expand, see, have more clarity, have more vision, right? And healing of the heart. And, oh my gosh, it's November. It's like, wow. Like, the, the expansion that I have had has been crazy. Like, I see things that I've never seen. Perspectives that I've never seen. The heart healing has been, like, through also heartbreak and through sadness, through self-forgiveness, through other forgiveness. There has been so much. There's still so much to do. But I'm holding, I continue, continue putting one foot in front of the other and, and, and just making the steps. And sometimes I don't freaking want to because there's, it's like, oh my gosh, am I supposed to be doing like all this work on myself? You know, there's so much self-doubt that comes in. But this is where, like we set the vision and we set the intention, but then we actually remember that we set it and recommit to it once in a while. And we don't play a self-sabotage and telling ourselves, oh, maybe it's not the path and so on, right? So the vision, the vision, who are you? Who are you? If you love, you're all in on yourself, all in your other people. If you're clear and connected, And when you're not, because guess what? Most times you won't be. It's going to be like 2% of the day, 1% of the day, 0.1% of the day. And then you'll get to practice and it's going to be like, maybe it's going to be one hour a day. Maybe it's going to be two hours a day. And you're still going to have eight hours to feel all sorts of things and run around, right? There's one of the most liberating things that... Um, one of the coaches that I studied with, Melanie Layer, said, and I don't know if that's necessarily true, but it helped me, you know? Just like when it comes to manifestations, like 20% of the time, be in a realm of possibility and manifestation. The rest, you can be doing whatever you want. Try not to sabotage your manifestation, you know? It's like try not to like get into the, the feeling thoughts of like, oh my God, it's not going to work out, right? So who are you? I am... Write that down for yourself and practice the posture and make it a habit when you go to bed, when you wake up. Feel into what it feels like. I am clear. And then watch what arises. Don't identify with anything that arises. Just watch what arises. Which brings me to structure. Structure and discipline. Oh no. That is the most controversial topic of the year. Discipline, right? And it's interesting because two of my 
mentors are talking about discipline right now and I have been thinking about discipline is like what is this about and the truth is there is discipline and there's discipline and we're not talking about ego discipline there is a discipline to connect there is discipline to connect to our higher vibrational self there's a discipline to observe there's discipline to go inward there's discipline to observe our feelings and there needs to be a structure for that that you can commit to because it's like it's it's so important it is so important to start training ourselves it's so important to connect it's so important to have a certain routine because like there needs to be time to observe ourselves to observe our resistances to gain some tools and some practices to dissolve those resistances as they come instead of blending with them when we're just going with life the the chances are something is going to create a resistance that you're not going to see through when you don't see a resistance and you just blend with it you're going to be stopped in your business so having a conscious practice to be able to spot a resistance when it comes up feel through it see where it's coming from heal the trauma behind it or heal whatever's behind it or if you can't then get some help with it and move on okay and then take the action anyway if we do not have a conscious practice, chances are that we're not going to see the resistances. What is the practice like? Actually, it doesn't have to be sitting on a meditation pillow. For me, some of the most helpful ways that I have dissolved resistance was going for a walk with a friend. We used to do that for a while. We used to do that every morning. I was, uh, when Lexi was about a year, I was in Boulder. And every morning we would go for a stroll with Lexi and I was like so sorting through some of the things that were coming up in my business. And I was like, oh, oh. And, I, and then I would notice the resistance and dissolve it and the see through it. It was really, really nurturing to my soul. So sometimes it is your partner. Sometimes it is your best friend or somebody who can help you sort through these issues. Of course, of course, sometimes it is a coach. Sometimes it is an opportunity to, you know, be in a group setting where you can share and things like that. It's so, so, so valuable to have these super structures for ourselves. But there's also awareness structures such as meditation or breathing or going for a hike every single morning, but just kind of committing to something and doing it and doing it and doing it consistently until you come with the next practice to replace it. But don't just do anything, don't do nothing, right? It's like, well, hiking doesn't work for me because, you know, whatever. And you just stop doing it and you don't have anything new, right? There has to be, especially for our us empaths, there has to be an energy clearing practice, a head clearing practice, a way to get new perspective. For me, it's the mountains. It's talks with friends. It's like being able to talk things out is like very, very healing to me. You know, having friends around, which is, by the way, why I'm moving to be closer to people, to have some relationships, to have some back and forth with people you know, more than on just on the phone and on Zoom and whatnot. So think about what are the structures that you're willing to commit to because the discipline of it is going to be so crucial. And one of those should be the affirmations that you create and really not just saying them to yourself, but really embodying and sitting with the space and seeing what's coming up, which parts are still saying unworthy and not gonna da 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 to say these things about myself, right? And, and getting to the, uh, the, to the root of what that is. So some form of structure is going to be key, okay? Then there's the actual, when it comes to business, then there is the actual like sort of 3D road mapping or what are the things that you wanna do? So in your business, if you can at all afford to invest, and this is where you have to be honest with yourself, can you afford it or not? Because it is such, such, such a good investment. If you can afford to invest into an assistant, operations manager, VA, that kind of role that can help hold you accountable for you making the steps you need to make and help you break through the tech barriers because there's so much like tech drama it's like oh i don't know how to do this and it's like i recorded all these videos but i'm like i don't really feel like getting them on youtube and all these places and it's like i'm gonna be doing that i'm gonna overthink it i'm gonna want to re-record it all that stuff okay while you're working on that and by the way happens to everybody 
happens to me after having built two multi seven or two seven figure businesses. Okay, one was I think multi. So doesn't matter. It still happens is my point. Okay, it still happens. It's not something to be ashamed of where you get into perfectionism, procrastination, changing your mind because you recorded something, you don't really love it. So investing into somebody helping you get those things out is a really good idea. The actual roadmap of how things need to roll out in your business is their individual. And this is what my individual work is for. This is for the one-on-one first VIP session is to actually begin to take your ideas and your vision and put it into, okay, how is this going to lay out? Now, sometimes that just cannot happen in a single session if there's no clarity about what is it that you're trying to do and what is your, you know, what is, what is your gift and da, da, da. You know, person has to be there. So there's a certain level of development, which is why I have one-on-one, one-on-one programming, right? But the things that I know for sure, that you don't actually love doing everything in your business because you would be insane if you did. Things I know for sure is that you're not actually good at tech and healing arts, you know? Well, there are people who are. I actually don't know that for sure, but the majority of people really love serving clients, really love, 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 love doing that. They even love marketing. Once we flip a switch on that and they understand that it's actually like really super impactful, the way they do marketing, and the majority of them, when it comes to the operations and the implementation, the tedious work are not thrilled, are really not thrilled. So having an, a really good system and operations manager and, you know, for, yourself, for you to plug in your talent is a magical way to run business. And it doesn't have to be complicated. And it doesn't have to take forever to figure it out. Example, you know that you want to have one content day a week. Like you want to, you usually have some ideas brewing and sitting and you want to have two hours a week where you want to record all the content. You're going to give your gems, you're going to give your best and all your discoveries that you're having and all the conversation that you're having with clients. You're going to pick the fruits of those conversations and you're going to, uh, you're going to use that in your marketing, okay? This is where having a great system in place really helps because you can do one recording on video just like this when you're sitting in your living room on your couch and it can be like live streamed into all your social media platforms. It can be edited with your, all your ums and ahs taken out if you so choose. It can be put onto a podcast a podcast is really a no-brainer. It doesn't have to take... I have gotten my clients to set up a podcast within 20 minutes. Done and done. You know, the experts will tell you like, no, you have to do it right. You have to be a, you know, ranking, whatever. It's not how I do things. Because I trust that if they're meant to get something out, people are meant to find them, it's going to happen. Right? I just want them to be recording those podcasts and getting it out so they can practice their expression. And the more they do that, the better they become. The more fluid they become, the more connected they become, the more they start speaking from their higher self versions. You know, And as they do that, they start attracting more and more of their ideal clients. But it's a practice, it's a process. So it's like I'm always like, just start talking. Just start expressing yourself. So you're... Your weekly video can go on a podcast, can go on a YouTube, can go on, be sent out to an email newsletter. If you don't have email newsletter yet, you can put a sign up link on the banner of your page. It's just like that, right? It's how some people are winding up on my newsletter now that they're a little at the banner of my Facebook page has the link to sign up for the email portal, right? So you can have somebody edit out sound bites out of that. You can put those on Instagram if you wish. You can post those as shorts on YouTube if you wish. You can, you know, post them. If you have groups that you have run on Facebook, you can use those. There's so many things that you can do with one or two hours of audio. It's, it's really beautiful, but you have to have the system for that. You have to have the checklist for that. And you have to have, if you know you're not going to do it, because I really love recording content, but it comes to actually getting it out there, I'm like, 
you know, it's like I really don't want to. Like I have so many things to do. I'm just going to procrastinate on it. And by the time I'm down, it's going to be like, oh, but I have a new idea. Let's record this instead, right? Ever done that? Maybe you're writing a book. By the time you were done, there was a new book idea, right? So it doesn't work like that. We have to trust that there is audience for the older versions of ourselves, even the ones that recorded the video yesterday, even if today you're a new person, you're a different person, right? We have to honor all the stages. Trust me, by the time this video is released, I'm gonna be going, yeah, but there's the next version of me available, right? Because the transition is so fast these days. But there has to, it's always helping somebody, even if, you know, it's going to be serving people even a year from now or two years from now. If it's out there, the podcast interviews or whatever it is, it's going to be out there. It's going to be serving somebody, okay? You just have to trust that it's not going to be outdated for everybody. It's going to be outdated for you, but it's not going to be outdated for them. So have the structure in place. And start putting one foot in front of the other if you haven't been. If you haven't been posting on faith, posting consistently your ideas, your revelations, your perspectives, your liberating perspectives, if you haven't been consistently posting where you can, then time to look at that, right? Why aren't you? Oopsie, there was a warning that come up that came up for 20% battery and that I kept talking that I didn't record. So when you are not posting, for example, or when you're not sharing your passion, your views on your personal profile, then ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. Because the people who are connected to you on these main social media profiles are connected to you for a reason. Like, you know, they can always disconnect if they don't like it, right? But so many people are held back, yeah, but my family members and this and that, there's something to work through. There is something around, like, what are the pieces part of, that just don't want to, da-da-da, you know, that you, you don't think people are ready for this or whatever. Well, they might not be ready for everything, but they're ready for some things. They'll resonate. They'll, they'll hear what you mean by that, you know? So there is, there is an, there's, I feel like that we need to have a little bit of, like, letting go that people are going to judge us or they're not ready for it and all these stories, you know? Don't. You know, there, there are certain things that, you know, we need to warm up to. There are certain realities that we need to warm up to a little bit. But the majority, you know, I work with some of the most controversial people out there. You know, their, their, their visions are so expanded. But the majority of what they're saying is still so resonant with so many people. And the message is not getting out there because, you know, we have some reasons for it. So when you're setting up these structures... Make sure that you're working through, if you're holding back somewhere, figure out why. Figure out why. And maybe it's authentic, maybe it really doesn't feel safe, and that is completely okay. You do not have to do things that are out of alignment, okay? If, it, if there's like so much fear, you cannot bring yourself to uh, post some personal page, that is completely okay. That is completely okay. Just like hold that in the back of your mind. Maybe set that as an intention. You know, I am fully fully comfortable sharing my truth with people. And then there's this last piece that is very hard for me. So this very last portion is going to be for all of us. And this piece is about faith. If you're anything like me, then you're really, really impatient. And you're a little bit of a control freak. Like you, you will do anything, but you want to make sure it works out. Now, so many of the things that we wanted didn't work out. And they worked out even better. Took a while, but they worked out even better. In hindsight, when you are on the other side of it, when you see how it worked out, you're glad that this one thing you wanted didn't work out the way you want it.
we're so scared. It's like you have this vision. of whatever, you know, $2 million business next year, and then you keep having these launches, and it keeps going nowhere, and what is happening? What is your overall intention? Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? What does having a $2 million business do with that? Is it a consequence of how you feel? Or is it there to make you feel that way? Okay, if it's there, it's probably not going to work out, right? You're still going to get to your being, but it's, go, it's, it's going to be there without your $2 million to show that you don't need the money to be happy. You see? And you don't. And you absolutely don't. You can manifest directly. You do not have to manifest through money. Right? Money is like an intermediary. It's like, you know, it gives us a sense of freedom, but it really isn't. It's just a means of exchange. So what is it that you're really, really wanting in your heart? Is money a consequence of that? Is money a consequence of who you are. Money just flows to you because you, the stuff that you do is so good. The videos that you put out there, whatever it is, it is so good. It is so brilliant. It just helps people open something up. It's like, you know, it just does something. You know, that's my dream. That's my vision. That's, that's what I want. I want more than anything that these videos that I'm recording for you makes make a difference for you. There's something that I said that lands for you and like helps you expand something. It just something clicks for you. Never a should. Never a should. That is my biggest fear is that something that I say, you're going to say, oh, I have to do it this way and it's not in alignment with you and you're going to turn it into a should and a chore and you're going to hate your life. That is so not my intention. It's also my biggest fear right now because I don't want to go that way because that is not. That is the opposite of liberation. My, my intention, my full desire is that with my word, things unlock for you, you know? So tune into what you really want. Is money a consequence of that? That you become that person that unlocks something for people and as a result, they start buying from you. My hope is that, that I get so good that I don't even have to rely on one-to-one -one or group coaching that people buy my courses, which I've not done before. Well, I've done it once. <laughs> it was an epic, 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 epic failure. I can't even tell you. But my desire is that what I do, it's, I'm so good at it as a guide. It really makes a difference for you. And it doesn't have to be expensive. It is going to be accessible. And I'm going to help people surrender the, the victim and the rescuer and the, the, those frequencies and really empower themselves and use this as a way to just really keep things moving forward and keep them inspired to keep going to keep liberating themselves to keep hiring coaches to keep putting with one foot from the other no matter how hard it gets keep working on their dreams building their businesses dreaming the world into existence no matter what no matter what no matter how hard it gets you know how hard deep the rabbit hole goes sometimes you know that we keep walking through the dark, coming out of the light, and expand and expand and expand into more, more light. So when you hold intention like that for your business, is the money the consequence of that? Can it be? Can you let that be a consequence of that? Can you let enough time if you really have that pure intention in your heart to really help the best way possible, can you leave time for this? Because, for example, if you want to be semi-decent on camera, that in itself is years of dedication, you see? 
When I started, I had no clue, and I still don't. My speaking is not the best. But at the beginning, I was, I could never be in front of people. I was shaking it, you know, that is not that long ago when I was getting my MBA. I couldn't even, like, I was so afraid to raise my hand that I would say something stupid. I had so much self-doubt as a public speaker. You have no idea. You have no idea. And I still had that when I became a speaker. I wouldn't call myself a professional public speaker, you know, because I do things my way and I talk the way I talk. I'm never going to be a super Polish speaker, although that may not be true, right? I get better each year. There are times that I was getting better each day. This is why I love, love, love virtual retreats because we literally improve each day of the virtual retreat. Our expression gets more natural. Our expression gets better. It's such a great, great practice opportunity for us. So you got to give it time. You got to give it time. You got to give it practice. You got to give it dedication. If, you're, if your vision is to be on a TEDx stage or your vision is to have a New York Times bestselling book, you know, hold that. Hold it, but give it the time. Don't expect that to happen tomorrow. If you want a $10 million business, that is the result of who you're being because you want to lead a massive you want to lead massive number of clients through transformation you want to have that level of impact it's not about the money but that it's that level of impact there's awakening happening you know or beyond and beyond 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 whatever is it that you want right it's like if if you're sitting on something and you have the awarenesses it's, it's like not about the money but the, like the expansion that is going to be required right there's going to be a lot so give it time, give it time, give it the steps. You need to integrate certain things. You need to master certain things within yourself. You have to be comfortable with certain reactions from people. You have to let go of any kind of rescuership that you have going on with people where you feel responsible for their outcome in their life. Because if you still carry that and then you go big and you have a number of clients and you have people in your audience and we're still carrying these rescue frequencies, then oh my God, right? People are going to be coming back at us left, right, left, right, left, right. Having some things to say about what we're doing or how it's not working for them or how they expected more and da 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 da, right? That is, the vis- that is not about your program. That is literally just that you bought into the rescue or victim paradigm and it's going on there. People don't know it. People don't know it, right? But when we say, my program is going to do something for you, that exactly is where you're falling back into, right? So those are things that I can tell you, you can know them intellectually, but like working this out of our system and letting go of the need to be the rescuer in order to, for somebody to pay us, right? Because we don't feel worthy just like in the meeting of two equal souls, there could be a transaction. Well, there can be, because that is exactly what it is. There's an exchange happening. There's an exchange happening, right? The exchange have to, have to be fair to you. It has to feel fair to you. If it's to feel good to you, if you're underpricing or overpricing and you're not settled with the pricing that you're putting out there, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel like an exchange. It has to feel like a good exchange to you, right? But back to what I was talking about. Got a little sidetrack here, <laughs> right? So faith. I have four words nodes for today. It's like, oh my gosh, just really, really sharing with you you guys what comes to mind, but really, really giving the time, playing the long-term game. There might be multiple iterations of your business. When I started this business, the very first version was I created a three-month online course that nobody bought. Great. At least I found out nobody bought it. Awesome. Okay. Then I did a talk. Uh, I practiced the talk 10 times in Boulder. And I had 12, 30 people in the audience. It was at a meetup that somebody else ran. It was awesome. And 12 people in the audience signed up for a discovery call with me. And, and of those, I think we chased down one or two, one to show up <laughs> after the fact. And nobody became client that time. But 18 months later, two people in the audience became a client in a high level mastermind, okay? So this th- these things took a while, but it was such an immense, tremendous practice opportunity. That talk was nerve wracking, but it was beautiful. And I'm so proud of, 
of having the courage to stand there and teach. And it's like, I did, I was a baby business coach. You know, I knew stuff because I have things in my head about structures and strategy and whatever, you know, and I have been, I have been obsessed with business and processes ever since high school. So I knew what I was talking about, you know, but, and it's, my brain works that way. It always has, but it's, I was a new, I was a baby to being on stage. I was a baby to the coaching practice. It was all very interesting. Right. And then I decided, you know what? Like, I'm so scared on stage. Let me do more of that. Let me do more of that. So I had this brilliant idea. I was a member of this uh, organization. Uh, it was a women's networking organization. And I knew they had, I can't remember how many, a lot of chapters. I think like 100 chapters more around the country, 150, something like that. And it wasn't, it wasn't in my niche. There, there, there were you, like, there would be a lot of like uh, network marketing, but there were also some coaches and it like, it was a good vibe. It wasn't like a overly spiritual and it, it was, it wasn't like my soul people. Some of them were, some of them were, um, but you know, but it, it was like, I, I like this group. There is a match here, but I would really love the opportunity to do a lot of speaking around the country because I've always held that you know I want to learn I want to get to being really really of service and I want to be able to deliver it in a really beautiful way so I took this road trip in a new RV that I got actually around the country and I scheduled all these different presentations in those different cities, I reached out to them all and it was like, I'm a member in Denver, Colorado. I'm wondering if I could speak in your state, I'm going to be going that way in March. How do you feel about it? And I kind of mapped out the states and I said, you know, what do I want to do? I want to be in Sedona in the winter, I, you know, around that area, you know, the southwest. I want to be in Florida also in the winter. I want to go to Texas in the winter. I want to go to all these southern states in the winter and I'm going to go to in early fall in the Washington state in Oregon. And, you know, after I'm going to go to the Midwest and in the summer, I'd like to stay in Colorado because I really love Colorado in the summer. So I took the map and I made a spreadsheet and I said I reached out to all of these chapters and I would commit hour a day to booking these things. Right. And because I had common friends with them, it was like easy to kind of schedule it. And like most of them were actually really receptive. Some of them were already booked. Some of them weren't. It was really cool. I really enjoyed it. It was so fun. And then they all eventually got back to me with the A and A, whatever. And I booked, I want to say like 50 or 70 of them. I don't remember exactly. And it was the coolest thing it was the coolest 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 way to run a business it was literally like honestly like i would do it again <laughs> you know i'd literally do it again if that was like uh you know lexi was a little bit older or whatever right now really we live in costa rica but for all i know i might do it again if there is an opportunity with an aligned organization to do a bunch of speaking right and by the way, if you have suggestions, you're welcome to message me, you know. Uh, hey, you should speak there because there's something in me that is being drawn to that. I come back from, from, Colorado, uh, from, from Costa Rica and do some speaking in the U.S. But it was so fun. I would just go in and I would deliver like a 30-minute presentation. I would get people to sign up for, you know, whoever wanted to sign up. I would just like circulate a sheet if you want to sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call, whatnot you know, people would, and we would get to know each other. It was so fun. You know, I really love giving to people and I would just schedule them back to back on a day. And, and it was just wonderful. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I got coaching clients that way. And it was so easy. It was so simple. Mine is the driving, but I actually love the driving. I actually really love the driving because it, you know, cleared my head. It was so wonderful waking up in a different national park each week. It was just the time of my life. It was really, really something. So if you loved, if you like traveling and you're in the U.S. or you're in Canada, then this might be 
a thing for you to consider, right? For those of you who are adventurous. And once I had to, there's a point where I had to stop doing that. I got pregnant and that was it. So the next iteration of my business was the virtual business. And then again, it's just another iteration. It's just a new way of doing business that I had to learn, right? It was doing a lot of those virtual retreats, right? The first version of my business is going around and traveling and doing a speaking gig. I was doing consistent five to 10K months. That was just consistent. I was charging four to 7K per, you know, depending on if they paid in full or not or whatever, you know? And um, it was really, it was really fun. It was really awesome. <laughs> I was really enjoying the time with my clients. They were all, there were all kinds of different businesses, but it was really, really, really awesome to work together with them. And then, uh, you know, after I got pregnant, I couldn't do this RV touring anymore. It just wasn't a possibility. So I decided to make a different plan, a different roadmap. It wasn't a roadmap of a spreadsheet of speaking opportunities. This one was, um, okay, I am ready to scale this business online, not have to drive anywhere. Awesome. What do we do? The same thing I was doing offline, now I was doing it online, really showing up and serving people. And I was doing it in the form of virtual retreats. And people would sign up for our calls, you know. Then I started, I was doing them free for a while. I was doing some, you know, meet and greet calls and whatnot and making a clear difference whether it was a meet and greet call or it was a sales call or whatever. I think that, that, that just being authentic about what it is is really, really, really important, right? If you're selling a strategy call, it's a strategy call, it's paid. If you're doing a sales call, it's free, but it's a sales call, right? So um, I always kind of, you know, was evolving that, but I was always clear, okay, this is a sales call versus this is a connect call or whatnot. And it was really, it was really amazing time. We got, again, we went from zero in online sales after this RV touring has ended and those client contracts have ended, right, to full-blown virtual business. And it was amazing. It was really, really great until I realized that, you know, there's time for change and I need to try different things. I need to do things differently. I really... Um, need to let go of my energy being always present for people because there's things that I want to dive into in my life and that I want to be open to. And so now this leg of my journey is a little bit more automated. It's a little bit more how can I have my voice and have my guidance have impact when I don't have to be there for it. It doesn't have to be in the same moment. I do not have to be investing in holding the energy for transformation. I show up, but it's up to the person on the other side to do the work. I don't hold the energy and do a launch, you know, 10-day launch, 7-day launch, and hold the energy for everybody. But I also trust that the right people who resonate with this come and either work with me privately or buy my courses you know, depending on how they can like to consume what they want, what their budget is and so on. Okay. So this is a very different version of business that I'm mapping out as I go, that I'm planning out so that I can, I can pass all the knowledge that I gain from this while I am passing the knowledge that I have from all the other iterations of my business and everything in between that we did because we did podcasting, podcast guesting, tons of very successful Facebook ad programming. Absolutely love Facebook ads when done right. You know, when done right, you can just, it, it's all energetics. It's all mindset and energetics and how aligned you're in that message. There's so much goodness in that. Learning how to really write authentically. There's so many different things. And now I think there's a way of learning more of a balanced business that allows us to not invest all of it into our business but just one thing at a time while we also have time for everything else in our life and our family that is the time for me and when things have sort of settled for me then I will probably be ready for another like very public expansion or speaking or whatever it is and I'm still quite quite drawn to some speaking and community work and things like that so roadmaps are always different always different depending on where you are. It's 
kind of asking yourself of those things that I share with you, what draws you? What really turns you on? What, which one of those things, like would you love to be the virtual retreat rock star, superstar, and you just love this, like you do a virtual retreat every six weeks and you feed people into an ongoing rolling admission program, which is what I used to do. It works brilliantly if you get the energetics right and if you get the clients right, get the client profile right and if you get the expectations right. It works brilliantly. If you don't overcommit yourself and don't save people, don't play the savior and all that, it can be really, truly amazing, right? Doing the virtual retreats is like, oh, oh my God, it's so exhilarating. But you're going to be clear with yourself, is this for you? Because I've seen this work for people and then a week later, they're so, you know, they're, they're, it's just they couldn't handle it emotionally, you know? They had, it's just so, they put so much pressure on themselves in terms of results, right? They're like, I, I, have, I, I have to make 30K in the next retreat because if I don't, then else, you know, I, I have to, I have to make this work. I have to, I have to, I have to. And we're coming from that perspective. It's going to be, it's going to be awful. It's going to be awful experience. You're going to be on a roller coaster. You're going to love a day and you're going to tell yourself you're okay, you're okay. And then you make your offer and nobody buys. And you're like, oh my God, there's nobody buying. And there's so much drama around it, right? And I've seen this over and over and over and over. And I'm telling you, that is not a good place to come from. Unfortunately, we have programming that tells us that the only way to succeed is when we're really, 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 really attached to something. Not when we're grateful, when we're playing, when we're in the flow, when we're in the zone, when we're connected to what we're doing. And we trust, and we trust, and we trust. Two very different frequencies. Easier said than done. But let's learn to launch without all the drama and all the attachment, all the fear. Let's learn to not put pressure on these launches. If you do this, like you notice I'm doing this, I have zero attachment. Zero people buy anything from me, I am good. I am good. I know if I deliver for one person who is watching this, one person, it makes a difference for one person that is a homework, I'm good, I'm happy. Then whoever watches after, whoever comes later, if it is meant to work, it will work right? Okay, I have to tell you guys, I was recording and it stopped again. And we'll have to pause here. We'll have to pause here. This is it for today. There's so much more that I could say. I apologize, you guys. I got cut in the middle of sentence and I forgot what it was. But I'm so, 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 so excited for the, for the upcoming days. There's so much to give you. There's so, so, so much more. Again, for those of you guys who want to work with me privately, for those of you who want some help mapping out the process, getting your questions answered, talking about my private program, what it would, would it be like for us to work together, I'm going to put some links below. Really the best thing is to start with the strategy VIP session it's evapolekova.com forward slash VIP session. It is, I made it very, very accessible price-wise for you guys. And it's also for me because I have to, I really, really love getting to know the people who are, um, you know, who are doing this work. And I'm very just excited and thankful to get to meet you and to dig in to your business and your dreams and to just kind of like, lay out the cards on the table and let's dig in what is there for you like let's just dig in you know let's look at all the things you know one of the favorite things that i love doing is when i sit with my clients and they're like i don't know which way to go just give me all your passion let's see what comes out because my strategic mind sees a lot of things that sometimes other people don't see and i really love co-creating with them okay this is how your particular roadmap can look like based on your passions because I've seen a lot. I've been around a lot. I've worked with a lot of clients. I've observed more than that. You know, there's so much and I really, really love helping you create that vision and mapping out and showing you it's possible. You know, one of those things. It's like just people like, I want this, but I have no idea how to get there. And within half an hour, like, oh shit, this is possible. It's literally possible, like how does that, how did that happen, you know? I had a client that was so, so, so stuck and within like 
three weeks she was down in Costa Rica and she was booking weekend engagement in the US, you know. It's like you can get so much moved when you work with somebody, when you don't see the how and then they have the answer and it's like, let's go. So that is the session and we'll see if by the end of it, I'll get to, I'll feel called to talk about my other programs and what's coming up and all that. We'll see, we'll see. I'll keep you posted. And if I don't, always email me. You're welcome to email me or me welcome to message me on Facebook and just reach out, you know. If you're drawn to us working together, just reach out. There's no obligation. There's no like, oh my God, I'm gonna slime you with something. No, there's like, you know, it has to be the right timing for you. It has to work there, there you know, it's, it's an, it's just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful relationship that I like to create with people. So I invite you, if you feel called to, you know, reach out or whatever, the door's open. I really love having these conversations. And I'm going to see you here for tomorrow's session. Everything, if you are getting value out of what I share in this podcast and you would like to give back, please consider leaving us a review or rating on iTunes or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would so appreciate it. Thank you so, so much.